0: Hi, welcome to the Anandasri In Astrology New Moon Forecast for April of 2020. How are you doing? The moon is waning. The energy is diminishing. The nights are growing darker. And on April 22nd at 7.25pm Pacific Time, the moon will conjoin the sun and begin to wax again. So we're in the dark phase of the moon, the last days of the lunar cycle when the moon is old, the balsamic moon, when when the new moon is said to be coming but we're not quite there yet. So it's a phase when the moon is actually considered to be in some ways naturally pulling within, introverted, and giving a sort of malefic effect on the mind which means that if we force ourselves, sometimes anxiety and fear and uncertainty can overwhelm us in dark moons. That's why it's a wonderful time to go within, check in, take care of yourself, and prayer, meditation, japa, these kinds of actions are fully supported at this time. On the note of taking care of the mind, it's so important right now. Because this lunar cycle especially is well I've been talking about it for a long time these the dark moon time is when the kala Sarpa yoga is particularly powerful um, kala Sarpa y- means the snake of time and that means all of the visible planets are on one side of the the Rahu Ketu axis, this is the eclipse snake. The snake that is said to swallow the light of the sun and the moon during eclipses, Rahu and Ketu. And it marks time, every six months, we're pushed forward in evolution with more eclipses. They instigate change, They, they basically are the motor of karma on this planet. So this is a time when Rahu and Ketu naturally become more powerful and on top of it it's you know there's a lot of layers of intense astrology obviously right now and I've been talking a lot about it but I'm just going to say it again Rahu has been in his own nakshatra, in Ardra, nakshatra, the star of storms or the teardrop where Rudra, the, this form of Shiva in a fierce dance of destruction dwells a very very fierce form of Lord Shiva And Ketu on the other side, the tale of the snake of time, is in his own nakshatra. Ketu, the liberator, is with Mula, the root star. It has to do with Kali, the goddess of destruction, who comes, a form of her that comes at the end of time to destroy everything. Now, these are very destructive influences, and it doesn't mean we're at the end of time, okay? But it may feel like that. And in many ways, a lot of patterns need to end right now and will end. But there's always a new beginning. And the good thing is that Rahu is breaking this um, formation first. He moves out of Ardra on May 20th. Still a the way. <laughs> But we are coming out of a lot of the volatility through May. Also, Mars is moving out of this conglomeration of planets we have in sidereal Capricorn, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and the distant planet Pluto all in this pressure cooker in slow, stern, austere, and constricting Saturn. So, Saturn, Capricorn, I should say, this sign of material uh, the material power that we live in the real issues we have to deal with and also government Capricorn has a lot to do with governmental power and control we're not done with the karma of Capricorn Saturn will be there for the next two and a half years and Jupiter also spends the better part of the next year there too there is a big conjunction called the Great Conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, climaxing basically in December. So there's a lot of restructuring going on. And I I did a whole class on this already. If you're interested in learning more and finding out how it might affect you on a personal level, as I do give horoscopes, general horoscopes, based on your Vedic sign as well in this class, you can check it out. You can purchase this class as a recorded web class on my website, I'll leave a link below. On that note too, I am going to be offering a new class coming up next month because we have a triple station retrograde. Jupiter, Saturn, and Venus are all going retrograde, stationing, stopping in the sky, all within just a few days of each other, which is unusual. So I am going to be teaching a class on May, I think it said it was May 9th, on particularly Venus retrograde, but I will be talking about in general retrograde planets and what it means in Vedic astrology, and particularly we're gonna look at Venus' retrograde this year and how it affects you on a personal level. So if you'd like to sign up for that, it's a live webinar class. Be sure to sign up soon because it does fill up. So getting back to this new moon that's coming up, new moons are new starts, and this one particularly has a lot of oomph to it. The reason why is, as we go through these dark moon days, these last days, we're, he- we're past, the moon is passing over the very last degrees of Pisces. And then the new moon will happen in Ashwini, the first Nagshatra in the entire 27 nakshatra wheel. So it's a reset. It's the star of transport, of movement. It's where the Ashwini-Kumar twins that were considered to be the physicians of the gods, the doctors. Even going on beyond, I think, through, at the time that Jupiter is in Capricorn, we are having to deal with a lot of restriction. But in these weeks, leading up to the next full moon, it wouldn't be surprising to me if we didn't make some pretty important steps towards a cure, towards a way of managing or healing the medical issues that surround us right now. Ashwini is in the constellation, the sidereal constellation of Aries being the first sign and the first nakshatra. Aries is an energy again of life, life energy wanting to, to push forward wanting to um, maybe being impatient. There's a little more volatility in the air. There's likely to be just more combativeness. You know, Mars is a warrior so, yeah, it's a, it's a feisty energy, a little volatile. So it's very important, especially around this new moon, to be taking care of yourself, taking time to relax, because it can feel, for sensitive people, like a lot. Right now there's a, a lot of pressure. So, you know, Ashwini is also connected to breath. Prana, which is life force itself. It's always moving within us. It's one reason why it's the first breath, right? We take is when life begins. That's why it's the first nakshatra. So, this is a powerful time to be connecting with your breath, observing your breath as much as you can, working on if you know any types of pranayama you've been taught, or maybe just yogic breathing exercises that are simple to manage any especially anxiety or stress that you're under it can be very useful so this rare quadruple alignment of Pluto and Jupiter and Saturn and Mars all in Capricorn a uh, combination for Mother Nature Vasundhara, the whole, and it affects the whole world how we're connected how we need to rely on each other and our governments how we need to be Relying on our what sustains us On a really practical earth level like how we get our food How we are also in balance with mother nature because she is what sustains us, right? and also how we're all in it together so there's a level of social responsibility also that we have for each other and for the Earth and ideally I think this rare alignment of all these planets in Capricorn can be an incredible catalyst for awakening something now within the collective mind also there's a auspicious day that comes a few days after this full moon as it begins to wax the third waxing uh, moon day of Aries is when sun, the sun is exalted and the moon is also exalted. This is called the Akshaya Tritiya, and it's a traditional day in which to make purchases because it's believed that anything you buy on this day will only grow in value ultimately. And it seems to be true. I've been doing this for quite some years, and it seems to be that whenever I invest On this day it works out for the better in the long run so if there is something you've been considering to get involved with actually this may be the perfect moment to jump in okay so let's just see though what the cards have to say about this new moon in Ashwini nakshatra Okay, so the first card that came up, Queen of Discs. I was just talking about Mother Nature, right? And the power of the Vasundhara Yoga, all this energy in Capricorn, the cardinal Earth sign, Sidereal Capricorn, and there she is. There's the, even with her goat, the Capricorn symbol of Capricorn. how do we connect to the earth how do we put the work in to be more self-sufficient to be truly secure Yeah. and the queen of cups another queen you know The Queen of Cups, to me, also kind of reminds me of this Venus retrograde coming up, actually. um, There's actually three planets turning retrograde next month all at once. Um, And when planets turn retrograde in Vedic astrology, there's this, this moment of stationing. Everything stops. And the planet becomes brighter, more sort of pregnant with meaning. But also, he's moving backwards. The planet's energy is a vakri, it's crooked, it's backwards. So, something mysterious, especially when it comes to Venus about this pattern, and that's why I wanted to do the class. Venus's retrograde is a beautiful pattern, actually. Not a crooked one, actually. A perfect pattern of retrogrades that have to do with her cycle of death and rebirth how she disappears and reappears as something completely new Venus's power to regenerate the morning star is going to rise in June so yeah, you know Venus is a lot about of course our relationships and how we share our um, hopes, our dreams where our boundaries are in relationships how much we get are connected how much we are attached and also she's actually Mother Earth as well she's the goddess of prosperity and abundance she's Lakshmi so it's a big turnaround happening as this moon, this lunar cycle continues into May And the final card, the five of wands There's that fire that I was talking about, the fire There's a lot of, we're under a lot of pressure It's true, and there's a lot of feeling maybe of Feeling um, like you have to try so hard or Ready to go, but nowhere to go Wanting it, but there's so much competition Don't fight. At least not yet. There's gonna be plenty more to do later. Yeah, this is a time to go within and stay quiet, stay indoors. Of course, continue with the rules and regulations of the quarantine, and things will be changing soon enough. Take a look. What's of real value? What is true for us? What is a practical use? What's the point if it's not sustainable? There is so much life energy asking us to come forward, wanting to breathe through us, to move But we need to look back We need to stop And There is no rush Use this fire To light The world within Yeah So thanks for coming to the Anandashree Astrology New Moon Forecast. I do offer Vedic Astrology readings one-on-one. You can book online. I'll leave a link in the description window. And subscribe to my YouTube channel if you like it. Also, you can get on my newsletter. It's free. I offer usually new and full moon content readings basically for free. I also write a blog so if you'd like to get it in written form and a lot of times there's a lot more information in those blogs that I don't talk about. Um, sign up for my newsletter and definitely look into my web class coming up this May ninth. I think it is. It is going to be really great. I'm gonna look at the Venus cycle pretty closely and what it means for you on an individual level and include horoscopes for all 12 signs and i will see you soon coming up on the next full moon